Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. So before we get too far into this, it is Sunday evening. It is the 17th. We're recording for the episode on Wednesday. And right before I sat down, I looked at our Podbean site. We have not even officially been out three weeks. And I think we have listeners in seven countries so far. Yeah. So it's a lot of countries left to go, though. Oh, I've just been sitting on my phone downloading it. And deleting it and re-downloading it, does that... I don't think that counts. That doesn't... Oh, no. But I've been picking up strangers' phones whenever I just see them sitting. Oh, at the good. gym. And I just go straight to the podcast app. Oh, good. Yeah. Or thecritshow.podbean.com. <laughs> I don't know. Why would I plug that here? If you're listening to this, you have accidentally stumbled across <laughs> us and listened to it. I don't know why I'm plugging it to you. You know where to find it. I'm literally... You're in it. ...preaching to the choir. <laughs> So we've got a contest going on right now. We've got a trivia quiz. Yep. It is over the first six episodes. Uh, and if you answer them all right, you get put into a drawing to win uh, some swag from one of our friends. Wes has a website where he makes super cool nerd clothes. Yep. And you can get $50 worth of stuff from that website if you win. Stylish Senpai. Stylish Senpai. And actually, we've had a surprising number of entries to the point where I think we've decided to add some kind of homegrown prizes. We're going to add two more prizes into that drawing. First, we're going to draw the Stylish Senpai Prize because that is the prize du jour. But we're also starting to record some other stuff. You know, I think in the first episode I said that, you know, the Crit Show is not necessarily going to just be Monster of the Week, that it's going to be us playing a bunch of different games. And we're starting to record a little bit of that so that we have some content if we need it or just if we feel like, oh, we want to share something. Let's have some fun. So Tass is actually going to run a game here pretty soon. I've heard that about me. I know. Do you want to talk about what that game is? Uh, sure. I'll give kind of the briefest of synopses. So uh, essentially, I found this game that is also a powered by the apocalypse system called Masks. And uh, it's very much set in a superhero world. So very comic book-esque. And um, that's where we're going to set it. It's actually a, an old, old brainchild of, I'm going to say mine slash ours, because, uh, you know, you guys, you, Tej, and several other friends from way back, and I mean way back, like 14 years ago back, kind of contributed to some of this ridiculousness. And uh, it is a story that I am calling The Hero Salad. And it revolves around a group of superheroes that were these like well-established like Justice League or Avengers level superhero team. And uh, they fell into a trap. They got depowered and then transformed into these ridiculous and or hideous fruit and vegetable looking people. <laughs> Um, so the whole thing's really going to kind of follow these people that were established, very serious heroes that are now in this ridiculous circumstance. And how do they kind of deal with that in this world? 
And the reason we tell you that is because the second prize that we're going to draw out is whoever we draw out, they're going to have a conversation with Tass, and they're going to be one of the NPCs in the game. They're going to create a superhero that will appear fairly regularly mm-hmm. with the hero salad. They'll get to pick the character's name. Is it spoiling too much if we if we give an example of one of the names that's being used? Uh, no, absolutely. Go for it. Okay, so for example, my character before he was transformed was Granite. And he is a city-based power character where he gets his strength from the city. He can pull up rock around himself. But in his transformation, the fruit that he became, he is now named the Pomegranate because he is... A pomegranate, and he's super not happy about it. So the names are are very are very punny, but the situation is very dangerous. So you will get to help Tass come up with your fruit or vegetable themed superhero, and also what they used to be before they became this. Yep, I'm excited. About so that'll that. be fun. Yeah, that's going to be a fun. One for I, me. I've had a lot of people, you know, message me saying that they wish they could play a game like this. I think that that is a good kind of start, letting someone help make a character and give influence. I uh, also want to throw out there that it doesn't necessarily have to be one of the hero salad as well. It could be a villain. That's true. If they like. Mm-hmm. Um, and what which, are they? Uh, what's that organization called? We well, don't uh, have to give it up. It's fine. No, you can let's save not. Okay, let's not okay. give that but up. You yet. could. You could be a heel in our story. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And then the third prize that we're going to draw is Jake. Is Jake? I was we're, like, "Where's this going?" <laughs> whole it. night. That's the whole story. No holds barred. Uh, touched uh, no. by an angel. I will make you a custom dice bag. Um, so if you get if you draw my prize, then we'll have a talk about what you want a dice bag to look like, yeah. and I'll make you a special dice bag. What dice kind of not included. Like? But His dice bags are so cool too. They're really, really. You know, really I bet good. we could include some dice. I bet each of us could give up a die or two to some <gasps> lucky person. Oh, I've had a couple You're... that I've wanted to melt down because of how bad they roll. Yeah, yeah like we could, it could be a grab in. bag of lucky and unlucky dice. <laughs> So yeah, that is the little addendum we're doing to the giveaways. We've added two other prizes just because we've had such a good response uh, and entry compared to what we imagined. So the other thing I want to talk about, we record, and because I can't quite yet get a firm grasp on, once we're done at the end of the day, what is usable and what's not usable. And so I never know how much content we're going to have. And so like right now, we're an episode ahead. And I'd like to be on a schedule where we're recording you know, on Sunday what people are going to hear Wednesday so that you guys are with the audience in the sense of, oh my gosh, what's going on? I don't know, man. You don't have to worry about spoiling anything. And you can talk with people about you know, what's going on, what you think is happening. But until I get more comfortable just with our process, I don't think that that's a realistic goal. So what we've decided to do is that we're going to keep playing and we're going to keep recording. If we get to the end of a story arc, us, the players at the table, and there are extra episodes left, that next week we're going to publish those because we don't want the listeners to be so far behind that we're on a new story arc and they're still in the middle of the previous one. If we're getting ready to start the next one, whatever built up episodes I've got, I'm going to put out a little faster so that they get caught up with us. I like that. I think that's really cool too, because these last two or three weeks in particular have been interesting to kind of feel that to be on the same level with them Mm -hmm. because the first week wasn't like that at all. When we put out five all at once, we kind of knew we're sitting back and waiting to hear, you know, maybe what people thought or where they think it's going or, you know, what the little theories and things are behind what was happening with uh, these mysterious uh-huh. figures. And But now we're kind of on an even playing field, and I really dig that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, every now and then you guys might get some unexpected episodes. 
That's the sound of some of the dice you guys might get. It's true. I'm going to find some rogues right now. That is a giant dice bag. I'm trying to find the ones that I that I will give a new home. And are they going to be good ones or bad ones? I don't know. First, I have to decide which ones I'm willing to part with at all, and then try and find a good balance between ones that have wronged me and ones that have done me good. Oh, that's fair. All right, so while Jake tries to sort this out, I'm going to let the recap roll. They are getting blood. They're almost taking it in through osmosis. I was able to subdue them both while they were feeding on her. Find whoever turned them, and we may be able to save them. There is a small island. They say that if you go by there at night, you hear screams. You do see one set of footprints that go from the fire pit to the water and then back again. There is one unmarked bottle of red liquid. little taste off the tip of my tongue. And a hand shoots out from underneath the bed and grabs you and starts to pull you underneath the bed. You lay on hands and you can feel that he's got damage, but there's something else. He's He seems sick. So I will take the illness. You raise the 38 at the ghoul and pull the trigger, and there's a dull click sound. It wraps its hands around your back and carries you out towards the water. Jake, you have just finished healing TJ. Again, you have this strange sensation that there was something inside of him other than the damage, and you chose to take that instead of his point of damage. You turn around to see what's going on with this creature, and you see it carrying Tass over his shoulder, out the door. Okay, I want to ask TJ, like, hey, we got to go get him. You go ready? get him, go. I just want to fly to Tass. How far away are they? Not far, maybe 30 feet. Yeah, still. Sounds more theatrical. I'm just going to fly to Tass and then try and take a swing at the thing. Okay, so uh, roll act under pressure to uh, for your teleport to get to the right spot and then swing. Um, You're back at home on the toilet again, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Probably. I got a six. So you appear next to TJ, and in that moment you realize that you must have been confused because you were thinking about teleporting to Tass, but then you were worried about what's going on with TJ, but there's no time to think about that. Got to get to Tass, TJ Tass, Tass J, TJ, TJ ass, <laughs> and you appear at TJ's butt. You appear behind him looking out the door. I just go, oops, and then I guess run after it on foot because that didn't work so well. All right. Uh, is there anything that you want to do, Tass? Um, I want to holler a little in okay. kind of an... Ah, kind you know, kind of manner. Like a, like an ah, real monsters? E- exactly. Ah, real monster tackled me out the door. Yeah, and you realize that uh, <laughs> you don't have your pistol anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we have realized something that we've been missing, really that I have been missing. Oh. The nice thing about me missing stuff in the game is that it's always in your guys' favor. So <laughs> as I discover things that need to be added, it's fun for me, but it's not great for you. But I have not been doing harm moves like I should. So you did not take any harm from this thing grabbing you and running you, uh, running away, but you did drop something. You dropped your pistol. That is fine, because uh, we just discovered it was unloaded for the most part, That's so true. I'm not too upset I this time around. four out of six ain't bad, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How is it carrying me? Is it like holding me in its arms? Does it have me over You are over shoulder? one shoulder. Okay. You are over its right shoulder. Got Basically, it. its shoulder blade into your gut. And out the arms door. Are, yeah, arms over the back, <laughs> legs over the front. I still have the shotgun in its holster on my back. Correct. I guess I want to do kind of whatever I can to, I don't know that just pulling it out and take it, if I'm like tilted over its back, like facing the ground, I don't know what I can do with that. So what if I like try to, I want to uh, like unhook the holster, the, like the shoulder rig that it's on mm. so that it's loose uh-huh. and then just reach behind me and twist it so that it's like facing at the thing's face 
Oh, and I see. Pull the trigger. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Roll. Act under pressure. Okay. That is a ten. Mama, is that your catchphrase now? Yeah. <laughs> mama, mama. Oh, mama. Well, you guys don't see. Uh, TJ came in today. Uh, he's got a haircut, and it's a giant blonde coiffure. Uh, he is <laughs> in his Johnny Bravo phase of life now. Oh, mama. <laughs> I dig it. How much damage does your shotgun do? Three. Okay. So yeah, this thing takes uh, that shotgun blast essentially to the side of the head because of the way that you're positioned, and it falls to the ground and drops you. Yeah. So that's what you see. Uh, TJ, what are you doing? I'm in hot pursuit. So you're just taking off right after Jake? Absolutely. Okay, so you both see Tass kind of pivot his gun on his back and fire a shell right into its face, and it kind of flies sideways a little bit, dropping him onto the ground. Uh, Is it still moving? It is. Then I'm going to coup de gras that bad boy. I don't think it works that way, but give it a shot. <laughs> uh, I want to smash it with right. me hammer. All right. Roll kick some ass. Wreck it, Ralph. Uh, seven. Oh, that, okay. Whew. You slam your hammer down on the ghoul, and it wraps one hand around the arm that is holding the hammer at the same time. You take one point of damage, but you don't actually, I believe, take any damage because of your armor. Accurate. But you do see that it gets a little stronger. You can feel sucking energy from you it got a little just a little gap in your armor it's touching skin somewhere and you can feel like little well super and you take minus one forward tj are you doing anything absolutely i'm going to go ahead and swing my nunchucks at this thing's face all right roll kick some ass absolutely uh that would be a 10 excellent what is your additional effect i'm gonna suffer one less harm so you take no damage because of your choice of take one less harm. Excellent. Tass. I kind of want to... Oh, God, I know I don't think I do this in the moment. I was going to say I kind of want to take it in and be like, does like, this look like somebody that's recently turned or is it male or female? But, you know, hell with this thing. Are you going to sex the ghoul? Is that what you're saying? I kind of, <laughs> yeah. I just want to see what's going on with its downstairs mix-up. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean sex it like, meow, meow, meow. But I mean oh. sex it like find out oh. if it's male or female. Oh, kind of like what you would do with a, a puppy whenever it first is born. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you not do that? Uh, no, I think you have to do it to things that have internal genitalia, not external. Oh. You're just fiddling with puppy dicks at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm trying to, to be in this noble mindset of like, oh, well, I'm going to try to understand. The- no, I'm going to shoot it in All right. the face. Roll kick some ass. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, good. Good. Uh, what's a hypothetically, if someone were to have rolled a three in this situation mm, on one die or both, <laughs> let's say <laughs> sake of argument, uh-huh. you know, in this mythical scenario that isn't the truth of the present, it were a total of three. Uh-huh. I'm what I want to know is like, what good stuff do I get to hear from you? I think the thing that you get to hear is that you get a point of experience in a second. <laughs> I, do, I think that's I the guess. that's the good news. Thanks, buddy. The bad news is what's the range on that shotgun? Close. Great. You take a step forward to shoot at the ghoul, and you have a moment of thinking, maybe I should switch from the shotgun, because this is like the third time that I've gone to pull the trigger and just shot wildly into the air. Because the ghoul charges at you and once again body checks you, uh, knocking the shotgun out of your hand and running with you towards the sea. <laughs> oh, 
good. <laughs> Would you like to do anything now, Jake? Yeah, I want to hurt it. Okay. Just for the sake of knowing, because this is supposed to be an immediate thing that kind of resolves after the action. Uh, I have leveled up. Okay. Well, what are you going to take? Well, I think for flavor here. Shotgun proficiency? <laughs> no. Is that, a, is that a thing? No. How about hold on to your weapons proficiency? I hate you guys. No, I think as I'm dangling there over his shoulder, I notice, oh my God, this whole time, my vest has been unbuttoned, so my armor hasn't been what it could be. Mm. Silly me. And so as I'm flopping, you know, against its ass, face to ass, um, you know, I'm I'm buttoning up my vest Mm. and now I have plus one armor. Great. I like that your bulletproof vest buttons. Yep, it sure does. I like that while laying over something's shoulder, you could notice something on your chest was unbuttoned. Hey, man. We're going to test this with Jake. Jake, pick him up. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> Jake, are you teleporting to this thing? Are you going to run after it? Are you going to throw the how, hammer? How far away has it managed to get? You could catch up to it. I'm just going to hit it in the back. I'm just going to catch up to it and hit it then. Okay. Roll kick some ass. Ten. Oh, nice. And you do three, you said? Yes, and for my extra effect, I'm going to do an additional one. Good call. It goes down. Yeah. It collapses to the ground, releasing its catch of the day for the second time. And it's just laying on the beach now, dead. I hope you're happy with yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) This creature was in its natural habitat in the wild, trying to survive. Well, it hunts man, so. I mean, it is the most dangerous game. (laughs) All right, solved it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's uh, take a look at this thing, except I don't know what I'm looking for. So, hey, Tass, take a look at this thing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I kind of recognized it. I think we established last time, right, when I was taking that shot. Mm-hmm. So, what do I know about ghouls? Like, what does that translate to on a literal hunter-knows-the-prey kind of situation? So, what you know about ghouls just from seeing them in books and stuff, they can be created by cannibalism they can be created by people spending just too much time near or around death um, cemeteries a long time ago plague houses they usually live underground they don't like the daylight and they have kind of systems of tunnels and really they exist and thrive off of causing fear and eating okay well uh yeah i'm just gonna get down and you know inspect it kind of uh just go over it see if it's I don't know. See what I can see. All right. You know? Roll investigative mystery. Oh, okay. I will. Is a nine. You get a hold one. Uh, I guess I just essentially want to know what's being concealed here. As you get closer to it, you know the anatomy of a ghoul, the things that you should see. You can see that its hands are larger than normal and the claws are very tough. The claws normally are just extensions of monstrous fingernails but these almost have a metallic feel to them. And you can see that the teeth in its mouth are pretty blunted. You'd be used to seeing a whole lot of predatory teeth. And with what you've seen on TJ and Jake, you do see that there are pores on the hand that almost look like little suckers. And then as you inspect its neck, you actually see a pair of gills that you didn't notice before. Oh, God. Look at this, guys. And I'm going to especially show them the gills. Is that thing able to breathe underwater then? I I mean, yeah, this is clearly gills. And I imagine that those claws or the hands are how it just kind of sucked some of the life out of me a second ago. Is that what it did? Are you okay? I think so. It felt like it kind of drained some of my blood or something. I don't know what exactly Ugh. happened. I want to like look at yeah, and you where see I felt just that a happen. little area of blood blisters. 
Okay, so... So not a normal ghoul, then. No, no. Almost like a water ghoul. Yeah. Did we just take care of this? Was this maybe what hurt the other people, like infected them and turned them into ghouls? Maybe. We need to find out how to cure it, or else I think I'm going to turn into a ghoul. Oh, God. I don't think I said this out loud. No, Never no, did we're I, like, Because we were just in the middle of shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I healed TJ back in the room, I could feel that there was more going on than just the damage that he had taken from the creature. He had some kind of illness, and I don't know if it was from him drinking the gross rotten meat drink behind the bar, or if it was from when it got hands on him, but whatever it was, I took it. So you should be okay now, TJ, but something is wrong with me, and I don't know what it is or when or how it will manifest. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I mean, let me call in. Let's clean this up. Let's, um, you know, kind of report in at least, and then I'll, I'll call IPT and see if they have any information about that. If there's anything we can do to stop you from, God, if that's going to turn you into one of these like those, like those people... Well, worst case scenario, I've got a bad knee, so let me just write down a list of all of my weaknesses, and you can take me out. Okay. Lickety split. Yeah, don't <laughs> Actually, that, you know but... what one of my main weaknesses is? What? Is bullets. So oh, just use those, and fair. I'll probably go down. Does one of you want to go get Ori, go fetch him, and bring him to see what's going on here, and I'll call Margaret? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Awesome. Yeah, I'll go get Ori. So what are you guys doing while he's gone? I'm going to be down like next to this body, just kind of ready to describe things, and I'm going to use my move, deal with the agency. Okay. I'm just going to be on guard while he does. Gotcha. Uh, seven, which says, on a seven to nine, things aren't so great. You might get chewed out by your superiors, and there will be fallout, but you get what you need for the job. So the phone rings, and she answers. So what's, what's the news? Okay, well, pretty instantly, we took out a ghoul we found a an actual ghoul in the same room where the people were attacked oh it made off with me it almost got me to the ocean like it was gonna take me somewhere and i don't know i assume eat me that's what they do but there's all sorts of weird stuff about this it, it's clearly a ghoul but it has gills and like suction cups on its hands like not exactly they're tiny but they're like suckers and we're pretty sure it infected jake so that's kind of why I'm calling is just that I, I don't really have a precedent for this. I don't know if there's a way to um, heal him or make whatever's infecting him stop. You know, we, we don't want him to turn into one of those things like the others. Let me put you on hold. I'm going to talk to the guys down in the lab real quick. Okay. So you get to the main office, TJ. Mm -hmm. And Ori's in there. He's in behind the desk. Ori, it looks like we might have taken care of your problem. Oh, good. Problem solved. You guys... Uh... Everything will be all set before the, the next uh, group staying here arrives. Possibly. Uh, when is the next group arriving? Well, they'll be here in about seven days, and the rest of the crew will be back in about five. Okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, we wanted to actually show you what the problem might have been. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you want to come with me, we'll go see something. And just to warn you, it may be a little shocking. Is, is this optional? I would say no. I think you oh. definitely need to come see this. Okay. And follow you. Margaret comes back on the line, and you can tell that she's on speakerphone. Describe what it is that's strange about this ghoul. I, I want these guys to hear this. Okay, so actually while I'm describing, I'm also just kind of holding the phone away and taking pictures of the gills and, you know, opening up the palm and taking those, and I'm texting them to her while we're on speaker. Okay. 
Yeah, so here kind of on the neck behind the ears, there are actual gills. And I mean, when it it had me, it was clearly hauling towards the ocean. Like that's where it was going to take me to feed or whatever it is. Um, And the hands are a little larger than they should be. And I'm kind of sending them the one of the show and getting real close up on the the suckers on the hands or the pores, I guess. And these claws in particular are different. They're almost metallic-y, like they're kind of larger and thicker than an average ghoul. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's clearly a ghoul, but with extra. I wonder if maybe it's some kind of, uh, ghouls don't really evolve, do they? And you kind of hear some of the guys in the background, like, no, it doesn't make sense, like they don't, they're not, uh, that's not how they work. They're just, they're created and they don't spawn. They don't, you kind of hear these guys just having a conversation <laughs> behind. These scientist guys yeah, are very her. lackluster. <laughs> yeah. And you think that uh, your friend was infected by one of them. It's Jake, the one with the sort of divine uh, touch. Yeah. Um, so it was actually TJ that got hit. But when Jake was using his divinity to, you know, to heal him and make him feel better, he, he felt that disease and he essentially sacrificed himself in a way to take that disease off of TJ. I think you're going to have to find a way to get us that body. Uh, so we can study it. If there is a disease within it, that's not how ghouls work. They don't spread themselves. You know, they are created. You can't catch ghoul. So if it's carrying something, we need to find out what, because the things that you're describing on this ghoul, they don't match the symptoms that the people that we have here are showing. Oh, okay. Clearly, if those guys were ghouls specifically now, we'd know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been... So, so, okay, so whatever this is has something else. It's not turning them into ghouls, it's doing that. Oh, God. I guess we'll do something to figure out how to get this body to you. All this is on speakerphone, right? Her side is. I don't know if you're on speakerphone. Mine was, because I was taking oh, the yeah, pictures. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just got my back to you, and I'm just, like, sweating profusely <laughs> in terror. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to use my move, deal with the agency. <laughs> So that I can get a way to get a body <laughs> to them <laughs> yeah. in Indiana. Yeah. TJ, weird science us a teleporter. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Because you clearly don't have one on the oh. team. Goodbye. Oh, well, she yeah, hangs up. Right. <laughs> you can that's hear, how I got yelled she, at. She actually thinks that she's hanging up. She's like, what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> How's it work transporting a dead thing? Just like transporting a live thing. I still oh, have to no. Roll to... Yep. Figure out if I go the right place. Yep. And if you don't, it will appear somewhere yeah, random. Yeah, then it's just gone. <laughs> yeah. That's risk reward, baby. Okay. Hear me out. Before we do this, we spend 12 hours with this thing weekend at Bernie's style. Until I know it very well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that way you can teleport right to it. The if dead can fails. never be known. Paint up its face. and It's sorry. a movie with Jeffrey Rush uh, where he plays the Marquis de Sade. Mystery Men. <laughs> Touche. All right, so you get back, TJ, with Ori as Jake is sitting and sweating it out. Uh, there, there it is. Oh, God. Yeah, pretty horrid, right? Yeah, thanks for this, I guess. Good. I'm glad I have seen this now. Well, we'll now you know run. what to look out for for next time. You know, you could have told me just anything not human, I would have looked out for it, man. I mean, really, I'm sorry. I know this is just awful, but I mean, it's important for even people that kind of believe that this weird stuff is going on to see that this is actually a monster, you know, like this is real and we're not sure that this is the only one. Oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I know no, it's, it's shocking. Okay. I just, I, I mean, I don't believe that I don't disbelieve they're real. I mean, 
two of them did eat one of my staff. Yeah, no, that's fair. But uh, see, that's the thing is that's that's not what they were. They weren't this. Oh. They they were maybe infected by this, and that's really where we're at right now. We got to figure out what exactly that was doing because if there are more of them, it's going to keep spreading that. Oh, so there's like two two problems. Yeah, that's not great. No, it's what? not. Really? Yeah, yeah we, bad news, man. Apparently, there's two kinds of problems. You told me problem solved, but uh, problem multiplied. Singu- singular problem solved. Gosh. Problems persistent. Wait, wait, what's the, what's the problem that's solved? This ghoul is dead? That ain't nothing. Yeah, that's, that's I true. I high-five Ori. Yeah, he gives it back. <laughs> Should you show Ori the vial of disgustingness that you found in the bar? Maybe he'll know what it is. Oh, uh, I, I guess. I don't like any part of that sentence. I uh, pull out the little <laughs> bottle... I pull out the little bottle of red liquid with the little cap on it, and I take it off, and I'm like, here you go. Don't drink that. Oh. But do you know what it is? It was in the bar. No, man, you got to be careful. Don't, like, uncork something that looks like a flask and just say, here it is. I was going to slam that. <laughs> oh. I like you, Ori. We can hang. <laughs> Your reflexes are questionable, Ori. Well, I, I work at a place that's just rich people drinking and having sex. Like, <laughs> so which you... one's in that vial? <laughs> oh. 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 Probably both. Oh. Okay, um, Jake, if you think that you can get this thing back, maybe take the vial too, because that's a good point. If he did put some of that in his mouth, this thing may not be infecting people. Well, I mean, at the very least, I can get the vial there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Worst case, I lose this ghoul like in the middle of Times Square or something. If I lose it, I have... No idea where it goes. Yeah, no, that's fair. What if we somehow took its blood? Yeah, I mean, and that's what I was going to suggest even with him is, I mean, if he's infected with something, clearly they can at least get some of that. Right. So that's good. But I mean, ideally, they could if they could have this, that'd be great. Do you got like any uh, blood taking things in your first aid kit? I have 17 of them ready for this right now. <laughs> good. For sure. Yeah. I'm not looking to my left for verification on you whether that's it. true. I'm saying definitively. All right. I believe you. I do have a med kit though. Yeah. A first aid kit. First aid First aid kit. So no, I don't think you have any needles. Pretty sure there's like 17 needles in a <laughs> first aid kit. Yeah, but those are just the heroin ones that you smuggle across on the plane. That you collect whenever you so find them in the all garbage. You, all you're going to do, yeah, all you're going to do is just give them a little of Jake's blood with some heroin in it. <laughs> and they'll be like, well, that's his addiction. That's what I'll, That's what he got. I'll feel real good, though. But no, I don't think you have that. any needles for taking blood in a first aid kit. Sure. So then we need to somehow get... A bottle and a knife and... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, just bleed this thing. Yeah. Ori, do you have any empty bottles anywhere we could borrow? And I'm already just getting out a water bottle and dumping it out. <laughs> no, man. Oh. No glass containers on the island. Nice. I don't. Good. No, that's good because you don't want glass on the sand. Understood. I good. mean, you know that's not true because... We broke one earlier. Broke yeah, one. yeah, we, we did. did. <laughs> I forgot about that. Surely you've got like a pocket like knife a pocket, or something. Yeah. I pull out my utility knife. Oh, oh my yeah. God. There, you go. there you go. Enjoy cutting this thing open and grabbing some blood. Sure. And I do like I over the side of the porch of the bungalow, I just dangle a foot and hold the uh, bottle of water or the, you know, the empty bottle and just make a little nick in like the sole of its foot. All right. Roll act under pressure. Act under pressure. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with some dangerous, monstrous thing's blood that you're not sure if it's infectious. You're not wearing gloves. You're using a utility knife and a water bottle to collect it. <laughs> Act under pressure. <laughs> okay. That was an 11. All right. So you, against the will of God, 
<laughs> and all this, of cut this science. Thing's, <laughs> cut this thing's ankle right at the Achilles tendon. Oh, God. You bleed it into the water bottle. You notice that the blood is not red. Oh, gross. Yeah, like it's black. I'll put the cat back on. I'm going to hand it to Jake. Say, so make a little teleporty. All right, so I'm taking a water bottle full of blood, a bottle full of I don't know what, and I'm still trying to take the ghoul's whole body or not. I would say, yeah. yeah I think this definitely is just, need... I, I would say this is just you know, kind of insurance, ideally, that they could have this whole thing to study. Awesome. At the very least, they have a pretty hefty portion of its blood and yours. Or he's in the background just watching this thing just still constantly bleed onto the ground. <laughs> Get a Band-Aid out of your first aid kit. <laughs> oh, oh, that's such a good call. And I'll, I'll like just wrap it up so it okay. stops bleeding. Back to my concern, though. Do I want to accidentally dump this body somewhere or should we just leave it here and hope the blood's enough how about i ask them i mean they told you already specifically they want the body yeah i think i think you need to try to take it i mean those guys turned overnight we can't chance that with you man okay i'm gonna scoop the body up roll it can i help out in some way like tenderly hold his bum with my hands this is uh i don't think you can help out on someone's uh character playbook moves you don't know how to do it that's fair i mean a soft bum touch would really calm the nerves (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. What'd you get? I got a three. (laughs) Jake, you try to teleport and the body vanishes in a flash of light. Oh my God. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. This is the worst thing I've ever done. And I'm just going to like go some places. I don't know. Like I want to, whatever I can think of just in the hopes that I sent it somewhere I am familiar with. Okay. So Jake decides to rapidly teleport to see if it might be at some place he remembers. He appears in the basement of the Halifax he appears at a Wendy's. Uh, he appears in the parking lot of a blockbuster that's empty with broken windows and a tumbleweed goes by. <laughs> oh you appear in your bathroom on the toilet. Uh, you appear <laughs> You appear outside of uh, Rev's apartment. Uh, you appear at the top of a Ferris wheel. And then you appear back here. And you didn't see it the whole time. I lost it. I sent it away. I lost it. Okay. Um, wow. That ain't great. Do you um, still have the vial of uh, blood and uh, red liquid? Yeah. 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 I've got those. That's that's not nothing, but oh my God. Oh God. Just, just, just take them to IPT. Just take them there. And if they ask you any questions, just don't. Disappear. Got just it. Just go. Just get out of there. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I'm going to go to IPT. Uh, where are you going at an IPT? Oh, you know what? doesn't matter. You appear outside of the IPT. They have wars against this kind of stuff. That's a good choice. Yeah. I'll go in the front doors, then I will go to the lab. And there's some guys there. Hey, guys, from the Hawaii field team. Oh, hey, where's the body? That's a fantastic question. Here's a vial of its blood. Here is a bottle of rotten meat smelling stuff that one of our guys tasted because he found it in a bar. Thought maybe those could help you in your investigation. Okay. I lost the body. I accidentally sent it somewhere. I don't know where. Oh, so do you want to report that or? Do I need to? Maybe. I'm very new here. I don't know the policies. I assume that if you've lost a possibly toxic creature, we might want to report it to somebody. Okay, who? Not it. (laughs) Where's Margaret? Probably in her office. She was here, but she left just when she hung up the phone. Okay, I'm going to go to Margaret's office and uh, good luck. Wait, wait, are you the one who might be infected? Yeah. Let us take some of your blood. Good choice. Probably. You know what? Just take it all. Just kill me. I... Okay, yeah, I'll let them oh, draw We can totally some turn you into a golem if you want. We'll just... What? We'll just fill your body with uh, with magic clay, and we'll take the blood out and replace it with magic clay. That's real cool. Like, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> no one's ever volunteered. I mean, you won't, like, have control of your thoughts 
or anything. You'll oh. be, just be like like an actual golem if someone has the the power worded. They can just activate you and use you. We'll save that. <laughs> Maybe Margaret will want to turn you into that if you lost his body. Yeah. Okay. She's got a whole bunch of scrolls of power words. Oh gosh, have they taken my blood yet? They were doing it as you guys are having this pithy banter. Well, once that's done, I'll go see Margaret. All right. Knock, 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 knock. Oh, come in. Uh, hey, Margaret. I um dropped off a vial of the ghoul's blood and a sample of my blood and this bottle of suspicious liquid no one could identify that we found on site down with the boys in the lab. Oh, great. Just one little thing hmm. that they said I might want to tell you. So, you know, you know, I can like, I have angel wings and stuff. I can like go places and take people with me. Oh, right. That's how I assume you got here so fast. Yeah, right. It doesn't always go off without a hitch. And there was a hitch. Go and, on. Uh, the ghoul is somewhere. I don't know where. It's dead. It's dead. But it's elsewhere. Like... You got some options, or? I tried a handful of options, <laughs> and none of them panned out, so. How does your teleportation work, or is it limited to? Any place that I've been. Like today, or? Nope. Like. E- ever? Ever. Hmm. That's not great. Or anybody I know well, but I assume that I'll get a text if that's the case. That if it just showed up on one of my friend's couches. I'll find out about it on Facebook or something. Yeah, I have a feeling we're going to find out about it no matter what. Well, I just thought you ought to know, and if I needed to fill out any paperwork, like, say, the forms for my termination, I should come see you about it. Uh, Go deal with the current problem. We'll deal with this when you get back. She reaches into her desk and starts looking at a scroll and eyes you. (laughs) (laughs) I, um... Salute, because I don't know what to do in this power structure. And I, she does a slight head tilt. And I go away, back to Hawaii. Yeah, you don't, because it doesn't work in here. Damn it, I walk back She watches you stand there and strain and grunt for a second. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah, that won't work in here. I walk back down the stairs and outside, and I look both ways to see if I'm clear, and then I disappear back to Hawaii. So anything you guys are doing while Jake is visiting Margaret? Uh, yeah, I think we're disposing of that brackish blood some way and jake's back all right well i um dropped off the things had a concise and amicable conversation with margaret what now you actually talked to her i thought you were gonna just kind of jump out of there well the boys in the lab said there might be paperwork involved there wasn't yet okay uh we gotta put our heads together here boys because we're not really a hundred percent sure this is over i mean as far as i know we got it but there could be more of these things if like a lot of people have been disappearing well we've got a couple of things that were leading us toward the water yeah literal tracks and the way this thing was going so do we need to go for a swim well i mean ideally not a literal swim but i would turn to ori is this beach like this side is that where that island is the haunted one like this side of the island is it i mean that direction no, it's that side of the island, but not that direction. We're kind of northeast. The island is like southeast. Okay. What about that village? Well, that's the place that um, the people would have to have been disappearing from, right? I mean, that's the only other populated part of the island. Yeah, no, that's that's what we've gotten reports of is that the people, again, not a whole lot of people, but there have been some disappearances from the island over the last mm, half a year. Well, then we should probably go check that out, see if there's any uh, clues that we can find. Yeah, that's a good call. Let's... See what we could find out. Okay. 
Ori, thanks for your help. Uh, by the way, which way's the uh, village? I just follow the road. Will do. Thanks. I think we might take a minute to actually go into the room and maybe search it and stuff again first, see if okay. there's any actual obvious points of entry that this thing might have used to get in. Who's searching what and how? I would be waiting for direction from Tass, I think, then. If you want to go search the room, tell me what to do. Yeah, well, um, let's divvy this up. Is this essentially like one of those couples resorts where it's just a big room with a couple of extra little rooms? Is this actually like a mini house? Is that what, what are we Yeah, so you go in, there is the main room that is the living room and the kitchen. And then off of that, there is the master bedroom. That's where you guys went in and flipped the bed. And then there's another spare bedroom. That also has a master bed in it, just no bathroom attached to it. Okay, uh, I will search the uh, secondary, the guest room, as it were. Uh, I'll go to the master bedroom. And that leaves me with the rest of the place. So (laughs) I will do that. So roll investigation. Nine. I got a six. Likewise. So, Tash, you get one hold. Jake and TJ, you both get to reveal information about yourselves. As far as your characters know, nothing happens. I would like to know what happened here. In the bedroom? Mm Mm-hmm. So you're able to see that the ghoul came in through the door, hands and feet. You can find some marks where it's touched the wall, like it was sniffing around. And then it looks like it was sleeping underneath the bed. And then you guys startled it awake. Uh, I'd bring him in and kind of show him. And it it does look fairly clear like it had been walking on its hands, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, check this out. Okay, so this kind of does connect. I mean, it, it, it all connects. If we found these handprints on the beach like it was walking like that, I mean, we didn't really see it walking like that, but... Looking at the marks around the room, too, you actually get the feeling that it uses its hands when it's being more delicate, almost like it's reading the area when it's trying to sense. Okay, I think I'd kind of feed that idea in then that Maybe that's even just its kind of restful pose, how it got in. That's the that's the weird part. I mean, the door was clearly locked. Unless somebody let it in or oh. some thing let it in. That's a good point. Um, would this be going into like light switch mundaneness territory to just ask, are there windows open? Like, Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they would have discovered that looking right. around. Okay. It's pretty basic either way. Yeah. Well, I say this is sort of a dead end, and I think we should check out that village. Yeah, I, I agree. Jake? Yeah. Um, yeah, and just kind of pile our stuff in finally and head for the Jeep. So you guys pile into the Jeep and pull out of the little parking lot, and you head up the road just a little bit, and there is the left fork on the road. And it's either that or the road continues north, and it'll take you back to the dock. So the drive is seven or eight minutes. It's not very long. It's not a very big island. Like they told you, it's about 10 miles from end to end. And as you approach, you can see that it is a number of shacks and some very small, very old boats and a couple of piers. And you can see a few people working, dragging in nets, doing repairs on boats, hanging clothes out to dry. We park, we get out and walk to the buildings and see what we see. Knocking on a door, you walking in. I'm not just going to walk in a, you know, knock. Nobody answers. What are we doing? I'm just going to look for the... First, the closest visible person. <laughs> okay, you see a uh, you see two people, a, a younger woman and an older woman. Okay, are they just sitting around? They're or? working on one of the piers. Okay, no, oh, let's yeah, we want to talk to them. Yeah, yep. of course. Head that way. Okay. Hi, uh, sorry to bother you. Um, do you guys uh, have have a quick minute? The older woman looks at you and she speaks in a language you don't recognize. And the younger woman looks at her and looks at you. 
Do either of you speak English? I mean, she speaks some more, and the younger woman smiles and nods. Uh, so we're from the mainland. We've heard some tell of some pretty awful things happening around here. Uh, we wondered if you knew anything about that. The older woman tilts her head at you, and the younger woman smiles and nods. I feel like we're getting the 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 sort of you know the polite the polite yeah uh-huh, yeah uh huh uh huh yeah. The young woman's like nodding when we ask yes or no questions, though. Mm-hmm. I want to look directly at the younger woman and be like, do you understand what we're saying? She smiles and nods. Okay. Is there any particular reason why you're not speaking? I don't know who you are. Why are you here? Well, we were sent to the resort specifically to investigate because something bad had happened there. And while we were there, they told us that uh, some people had gone missing from around here. We thought they might be related. So we just wanted to come ask some questions. You can see she looks down at the older woman and she speaks a few words to her. And the older woman looks at the three of you and then gets up and goes into the door that you had knocked on previously and closes it. I take it she doesn't want to talk to us. No, I don't want her to hear this. Oh, okay. So you do have information we can use? What do you mean information you can use? Did you know any of the people who have gone missing? She looks at you a moment and then her gaze drops to the deck. And as you look down, you can see that there's a set of scuff marks and you can tell that something was dragged off of the dock into the water. Her gaze follows that drag mark, and she looks up into the sunset, and she shakes her head a little bit and turns back to you and says, I do know someone. Um, the last person taken was my father. Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish. From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of True Blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's It's happening. happening.